It's summer at the Change Course Podcast, and if you've been a longtime listener, you'll know that summer means special episodes. I'm thrilled to be bringing you some of the best conversations that I had on my video series called Change the Conversation. Now, you're just going to hear the audio of these conversations, but if you wanted to check out the video, you can. It's easily accessible on our YouTube channel. So, for the summer, I hope you enjoy these short episodes that are focused on critical topics in change from change leaders who are just like you. And while we enjoy our summer and recharge our creative batteries, I hope that you'll join us for this series of special episodes. We look forward to seeing you back in the fall, and I hope that you have a great summer as well. I'm Natalia Loback, and this is the Change Course Podcast. I've spent my career leading complex change and transformation in organizations. And over my career, I've discovered what makes complex transformational change stick. Connected change is all about leading successful change within the context of the organization. And here at the Change Course Podcast, we're all about making change sustainable. So listen in, drop us a like, a comment, and let us know how we can help you connect and change. This is Change the Conversation. I'm Natalia Loback, founder and principal of Charthouse Advisory Services, and we're back for a third conversation with Nadine Araxi, who is a writer, story coach, and marketing savant. Welcome back. I love every time you say marketing savant to get a little tingle. Ooh, that it perfectly it's... ties into our conversation today. It is right on, right? <laughs> totally. Totally. Because it's building a story in my mind of who I want to be. And then I act as if I'm already that person, which is a great lead in to what we're going to talk about, about change. I know. And I love that, right? So build the story, like, and I use this a lot. So I use this with organizations who go through massive change and they have a story about their origin and where they're going. And I come in and I'm like, we are going to rewrite that. We are going to rewrite your origin story. And then we are going to rewrite your future story. So lining up what you've done in the past and, you know, how your journey has prepared you for this moment and what it means for your future and how you're going to move forward. I use that as a tool many times in massive transformative change in organizations to help people realign in a new direction. Um, tell me a bit about how you use, you know, this idea of context, this idea of, um, you know, rewriting uh, intent. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I think like, you know, in our last conversation, we touched on some of the, I think the thing that is very relatable to people, which is like this political moment right now, this social moment right now. And, you know, um, uh, I used the word and I quickly corrected myself and I'm learning through my teenagers that um, we're all learning and unlearning, right? So I think for yes. leaders to understand, because I think like as we're rebuilding our stories, sometimes we're going to get things wrong. 
And the best leaders are willing to be uncomfortable. The best leaders are willing to stick their neck out a little bit because they know that if they get it wrong, they're going to acknowledge it. And when you are going through that thought process with yourself, when you're trying to understand, I took a left turn, I should have taken a right, or I said this and I should have said that, checking in with yourself for what was the context in which I said it, Mm -hmm. right? Because often, you know, when things spin out and this whole cancel culture thing that's evolving now, there's so much lack of context that's happening because we're seeing things in tweets and social media posts, everything's so condensed. You're seeing a snippet of it and not the whole interview. And we're extrapolating from this one little finite little piece of it. Uh, So really thinking about context, really thinking about intent, and intent is such a great tie-in to results, right? How do we yes. change stories to get the results that we want? So if your intent is always to drive value, to serve your customers, to serve your employees, right? The story that's going to emerge from that has really good energy at the root. And you could probably feel good about, well, even if I made a mistake, my intent, my heart was there for the right reason. Yes. It wasn't just greed. It wasn't just bottom line. There was more to the story. And uh, what I didn't do was a great job of getting that story right. And now I'm going to try again. Yes. I, you know, I'm a, a no secret. I'm a fan of Brene Brown. Um, she, I don't think she coined this, uh, but she uses it a lot. So she says, I'm not here to be right. I'm here to get it right. And that opens so many doors, right? Around um, if I get it wrong, how can I make it right instead of be right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So moving away from... um, I was going to say that made me think of Toni Morrison, who's like, you know, when you know better, you do better. Yes. Yes. Right? So what what was like, what was I building off the information I had at the time? And just like being really honest with yourself and like being forgiving too of like, you know, we're parents, right? And when we became yeah. parents, we probably realized, oh our, oh, our parents didn't know what they were doing either. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fertile ground for a lot of understanding and forgiveness right there. Like, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, bringing it back to, like, um, you know, you want to get a certain result, right? You're in the midst of change. You're trying to do what's best for everyone with the information you have at the day, uh, that day. You're also knowing that you're probably gonna get some parts of it wrong and you wanna mitigate that as much as possible. So what's the best story you can create that gets people on the side, that takes you Mm -hmm. through this change, that helps set your company up for success? I think, you know, very much going back to that vision, the best companies have often had visionaries at the at the top, right? People with big ideas. Yes. And then making sure you have the right people to help. If you're not a great storyteller, first of all, you should just hire a great storyteller. Like you yes. or me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Find okay. someone who can help you with that. We don't all have to be all the things. I'm terrible at cleaning my house. I'm very willing to outsource that. <laughs> No, so, and I, I love that idea, right, of, um, you know, because that self-awareness, that leadership self-awareness journey around, um, you know, the willingness to be uncomfortable, the willingness to lead with empathy, 
And then also that willingness to acknowledge limitations and finding ways to overcome those. I love that. Yeah. So good. Um, and then just going back to, you know, results, identifying results, getting to the why of the results, right? Yes. Even if you were going to write a book, let's say, you know, every story has a beginning, a middle and an end. Mm -hmm. The best writers know that that doesn't have to be a linear path. Just those three pieces have to be there somewhere in the story and they are masterful enough so they can like move pieces around. Yes. Um, if you think of filmmaking, I'm trying to think of a great example of a film that does that, but there's many, obviously. And um, and and where you can follow along, you know, I look at oh, Little Women is a great example. Greta Gerwig's oh, yes. Little Women, which I know your audience is mostly masculine, they may or or male, they might not um, have. We're, we're actually oh, about fifty fifty, I think. Oh, fifty fifty. Okay, cool. Yes, cool. guys, watch Little Women. You'll learn. Something. Yes, I think you should. <laughs> well, we grew up with Little Women that was told in book format, you know, beginning, middle, mm -hmm. end. And Greta yes. Gerwig takes that story and how does she modernize it? She moves pieces. So you're moving through the timeline all over the place. And it, what it does is it creates a feeling. It creates an emotion and a new way of looking at this thing that you've been looking at since you were, you know, 12 years old and a new path into the story. Wow. That is incredible. I mean, just in terms of, how to break something apart, how to use story as a tool, thinking about the sequencing. I mean, I often talk with my clients about, you know, when we're in the thick of it, we yeah. talk about the messy middle. And I, I will tell many clients, I'm like, we are in the messy middle right now. It is messy, you know, and the hero's journey, the hero doesn't know sometimes how they're going to get to the end result, but that vision is clear. You know where you're going. You just might not know how you're going to get there. Oh, completely. If you think of like the countless, I'm reading Paolo Coelho's uh, The Pilgrimage right now because I want to oh. do the, a, a version of a Camino in Spain when I turn 50, okay? Like, oh, wonderful. Today, but whatever, this is my goal. And, uh, and, and in that story, he knows he wants to get to Santiago and many, you know, pilgrims that do this walk know they want to embark on some sort of spiritual or life-changing journey where they end up in Santiago at the end. And there's yeah. milestones along the way. There are countless ways you can do it. You could do it with five-star hotels the whole way. You could do it with bedbug-ridden hostels the whole way. You could go <laughs> along the north, along Bilbao in the water and still get to Santiago. You could start in Portugal and still get to Santiago. But you know you want to get to Santiago. So yes. I, I have a post-it next to my desk that says, what is my Santiago? And I ask myself that every day. <laughs> I That's incredible. What is my Santiago? What is the end what is my end point on the journey that I want to get to? Yeah. Thank you so much for this conversation. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, I invite you to like, share, rate, and subscribe because it helps others find us. Change Course is brought to you by Chart House Advisory Services and ConnectedChange.com. Our music is Levity by Emily Clausen. Show notes have moved. We're now at ConnectedChange.com. 
So visit us there under the Change Course podcast page, and you'll find a list of all the resources that I've mentioned here today. While you're visiting us, sign up for the Change Navigator newsletter. You'll keep on top of all things change, and every month we are sharing exclusive content and resources only with our subscribers. So don't miss out. Sign up at connectedchange.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's never too late to change course.